1: only at
2: BJ's. I got it. This is my Bible. Uh, Y'all a good class, amen. Please remain standing. Go to Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. I said, are y'all ready for this word? God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And he does it on purpose. (laughs) Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. When you have it, say amen. amen. Watch this. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. I was here on Wednesday. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Say suddenly Suddenly. there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house that they were sitting in. But watch this. Say the sound. sound. Changed changed the atmosphere. Go to verse three. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, say when the sound occurred, when When did the sound start? Verse two, two. then the multitude came together and they were what confused because everyone heard them speak in his own what language, meaning that they could understand one another, meaning that. You could relate to them, and it was Rhema and they got what you were saying because you were speaking their language. Are, are you here? Then they were all what? Amazed. Who was? The multitude. And they marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? Well, I says? In other words, they were judging their futures predicated upon their knowledge. You, you, you missed that. There's some people that have discounted you because they knew you before you started serving the Lord. And now you're serving God. And so, they, oh, you think you feel bad or you think you're going to do something? Oh, you go to church now. You're one of them church people. They said, are not all these Galileans. In other words, are not all of these people that should not know the Lord Galileans, Gentile people. Of course, Jews and Gentiles. Well, uh, this. Uh, didn't they used to mess around? Didn't they used to run the streets? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Didn't they used to run with Brooke cousin, didn't they? Ain't she been divorced twice already? How is it that we understand them? we're devout men. We're, we we Jews. We, 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 we know how to do this thing. Yes, Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. And watch this. And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? So watch this. They were confused. Then they were amazed and marveled. Now go to verse number 41. And again, you need Wednesday because I'm, I'm just picking up from there. Verse 41. Then those who gladly received his word. Now, question is, how many gladly received it? Well, didn't the Bible say they were what? Amazed. So if they were all amazed, must mean they were all glad. Meaning that every naysayer, look what happened to them. Those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day 3,000 souls were added to them. Yeah, yeah. What's this? And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now, all who believed together and had all things in common, they sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need. Say they were were. self sustaining, -sustaining. own government, own Own system. No bailout needed. Because that day, 3,120 people stepped out of church, stepped out of religion, and stepped over into the kingdom. You do understand church is part of the kingdom, but it is not the inclusivity of the kingdom. It's not the entirety, rather, excuse me, of the kingdom. Part of it, not the entire thing. Ah, uh, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Watch this. Watch this. So continuing with one another in the temple and breaking bread from what house to house, they ate food with gladness and simplicity of heart, meaning they had no drama. I could spend about twenty five minutes right there. Well no, he said, she said, they said, we said. Everybody said, Listen, we follow the apostles, the apostles are following God and we take it over. So you want to fight about something that don't matter? You need to go somewhere. You want to fight about who's supposed to sit in this seat and whose badge is this and all that? You can take that somewhere else. We gotta have no drama. Tell somebody to say no drama. Amen. Praising God and watch this. This is the part I like. If you don't shout, I want you to come get saved. <laughs> Having what? Paper. With who? You, you missed that. Let me, let me just help you. I, I'm going to let you take a seat in a minute. Just, just, just watch this. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. neighbor. Favor, favor means preferential treatment. I dare you, you to shout, I got favor, baby. Preferential treatment, not just in the church, but outside the church. I got preferential treatment at Walmart, at Sam's Club, at Mid-Y'all ain't saying nothing. Look at somebody else. Say, neighbor, if we become contagious, who can stop you? I-, I want you to just go high-five somebody across the room. And I know it'll mess up the camera shot right quick. High-five somebody across the room. Tell them, neighbor, neighbor you, got favor you got favor with everybody. Now shout if you believe that. I got favor with the bank. I got favor with the car phone. I got, I got favor with all people. Father, I decrease that you might increase. Speak through me now that we, your people, might walk in what you've ordained. In Jesus' name, will you take your seat announce my text to somebody say, Neighbor, neighbor we're becoming, we're becoming contagious. contagious. You can take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Please understand this. What God is doing in the earth is God is building kingdoms. Say, Kingdom. Please understand in a kingdom it is a it is a theocratic system we are dealing with, a theocratic monarchy. Theos meaning God ran, meaning that God does not answer to you, he answers to himself. Uh, Meaning that the moment you said, Lord, come into my life, make me brand new, God said I'm gonna do what I wanna do, what I wanna do, how I wanna do it, and if you don't like it, get over it. God doesn't have to vote or consult you for your opinion concerning your destiny. He he does not have to find out if you like it. He doesn't even have to know whether or not you really want to do it. Matter of fact, God will show you how big he is. A lot of the times you'll have you doing stuff you said you never do. And I'll never do that. And I'll never do that. And God says, all right, let me show you who's running things because this ain't no democracy. This ain't no republic. You don't get to vote me in and you don't get to vote me out. What I say is law. Look at somebody and say, because you don't run nothing. They like preaching y'all touch somebody say he's gonna preach today and so now in this what god is doing is he is building kingdom in a kingdom a kingdom is ran by a king who is sovereign over a domain hence the term kingdom sovereignty over a domain well the bible says that the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof. therefore everything in the earth belongs to kingdom uh, the problem is, though, is that the rightful owners were dispossessed, and now God says we must go and repossess those things that belong to us. Please understand, when you go and you look for favor for somebody, they're not doing you a favor. Amen. You didn't hear what I just said. It belongs to me in the first place because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So I'm just coming to you because you've been the one that's been looking after it. But don't think you're doing me a favor because you gave me half off. Baby, it's mine in the first place. You're lucky I didn't take it from you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. And so God is building kingdoms. Say kingdom. Now the thing about kingdom is I feel like preaching today. The thing about kingdom is kingdom. Please understand a lot of people think kingdom is church. And that's where we get stuck at because we know how to have church, we know how to build church, we know how to kill chickens, we know how to raise money, we know how to do this, that, and the other, we know how to get seats, we know how to get screens, we know how to get usher gloves, we know how to get nurses' outfits, you know how to do all that. But then all of that stuff that happens in here on Sundays and all of that stuff that happens in here on Wednesdays, it seems like most folk don't know how to actually take that stuff and take it with them on Monday. Because it's not kingdom if it don't work every day. Are you here? So say kingdom. Now please from there, what God is doing to have a kingdom, you have to have a nation first. Do you you understand that? You, You have to have a united people. That's why our nation here is called the United States of America. Please understand. it is not called, uh, even if you don't like who's in office or like who's coming in office or who's going to be in office, you still part of the U.S. of A. And if you don't follow the nation's rules, the nation' going to lock you up. Amen. Right, are you hearing what I'm saying? But please understand, so say nation. Now, but to have a nation, though, you cannot get to a nation except you first have tribes. Right. Amen. Now, what are tribes? Tribes are, please understand, even in Scripture, the children of Israel or the nation of Israel consisted of what? Twelve tribes, which was the twelve sons of Jacob who became Israel. Are y'all still with me? And so in that, from those 12, they were tribes. They were families. They had different jobs and responsibilities that they had to do. One tribe was the Levites. They were dedicated to do the priesthood, the Kohanim, the work of the priesthood, the work of the temple, the work of the church. But there was only one tribe that was supposed to do that. I need you to get what I'm saying. A lot of people think that to be in the kingdom means you got to be behind the pulpit. But a lot of the times you'll do more from that seat than can happen from this desk. You can do a lot more out there at your job when you, y'all are hearing what I'm saying. There was one out of 12 tribes that their responsibility was to do the work of the priesthood, the work of the church. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, there were 12 tribes. To have tribes, you get a what? Nation. From a nation, you get a kingdom. But watch this. To have tribes, you first have to have families. Because you cannot have generations of a family unless you first have a family. Are you still here? And so what happens is, as God is saying, what I got to do is I need my people to understand the sequence of events because many people are trying to possess a kingdom and they first don't have their family. You're not hearing what I'm saying. Because many folk are so worried about what's going on in the White House, but they ain't running their house. It was amazing to me how many people got a part of the election and we should do that and be part of politics. People should do that and get involved in that. But please understand, it's amazing to me that they were able to do so much and the candidates were able to do so much and raise so much money and people were out there taking off their jobs, wearing T-shirts down at conventions and all that. But you ask them to come to prayer meeting and they're too busy for all that. And so what God is saying is, listen, if y- y'all ain't saying nothing. I'm going to spend all night out there at the thing, but I know you want me to come to church. and No, I, I can't do that. I, 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 You know, I need some rest time. I need some time with my, are you crazy? I needed to spend some time with my family. Are you crazy? Your family gets right in here. Then you take what they get in here home. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Y'all got to help me preach. I got 10 minutes. Y'all got to help me preach this thing. But what's this? To have a family, first you got to have a man. Say, say individual. individual. I need y'all to get what I'm saying. Well, well, us is, please understand. Uh, before you are able to properly build family, you have to build it on the foundation of a life giver, a man or father. Let me be very specific there. A father is a life giver. Please hear me, men of God. You are mighty men of valor. I know you may have made some mistakes, but you're not weak. You're not nobody's punk. You ain't nobody's pushover. You are mighty man of valor. I wish somebody would say something to the men. And I know you maybe been locked up or you've been this or you've been that or you didn't do this. Listen, let the redeem of the Lord say. Sh- Maybe I was a deadbeat, but that was last year. I'm going to fix it this year. Maybe I didn't do right last year, but I'm going to fix it this year. Because the Bible said brand new mercies I get every single day. And so if I used up yesterday, he's got a brand new batch today. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And so you got to have a father before you can have a family. And that is what God is even doing in our house. Please understand he is first making sure that the family is secure. Because how can we seize a nation and kingdom if the family's not? Are y'all here? Y'all help me. I ain't got past my first thing. Are y'all still here? So, so now please understand, watch this. Uh, so to get a kingdom, you have to have a nation. To have a nation, you have to have tribes. To have tribes, you have to have family. To have family, you have to have a father. Please understand, men of God, hear me. It is not enough for you to get a pregnant and hear me, those watching online and on TV, it is not enough. Don't think you're doing your job because you send the little $50 or a little this or a little that. That's your reasonable service. Look at somebody say, that's your reasonable service. You knew it was expensive when you laid down in the first place. So don't complain about it. Thank God for it. The Bible says children are the inheritance of the Lord. So don't you let you told nobody, God ain't gonna lay you cause you had a child out of the way. The devil is a lie and you are too. The sex may have been wrong, but the child is the blessing. Y'all ain't talking. Are y'all still here? Please understand this. So what they needed in our text was they needed empowerment to get the gospel beyond the Galileans. Please understand. It was their assignment. Only the Galileans had heard the gospel. It was their assignment to get the gospel beyond the Galileans. In other words, what they needed was God to add something super to their natural. Because it was an impossibility for them to be able to reach the entire continent of Asia, which at that time, please had understand, had millions of people. It would have been impossible for them to get the gospel to all those people except they be endowed with something super. Right. And there's a lot of folk right now, God's told you to do stuff, and you're trying to figure out how am I going to do this. I need to make you an announcement. You're not going to be able to do it without God's super to your natural. You're not going to be able to do it except God anoints you to do it. And that's why it seems so hard to you, because God is saying, you're not going to be able to textbook this one. You ain't going to be able to calculate this one. You're not going to be able to figure this one out. Only this one is happening by my super. Touch somebody say super. super. And so that was their assignment. Are you still here? Yeah. In Acts 1, verse 8, uh, for the sake of time, we will read it. I'll tell you what it says. The Lord says, you'll be witnesses for me in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Watch this. Jerusalem was the city they were in. In other words, God says, first, what I need you to do, and hear me find a harvest. I'm talking to us as a corporate body, even around the world. God is saying to us, first, I need you to hem up your city. Does Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. somebody say, first things first. first things first. God says, the first thing I need you focused on is Jerusalem, is your city. Now, here's what's interesting, if you want to just kind of understand what God is doing. Jerusalem was not, at that time, the capital of the region. It was like what we'd call today a suburb. Right, right. Uh-huh. I think it's interesting that through our journey over these two two and a half years, that God moved us from the capital. Somebody said Jerusalem. Now, please understand this. From Jerusalem, it was Judea and Samaria. Watch this. That was a region, and it was the capital city of the kingdom of Israel. What, what, what's this. Watch this. In other words, God says, first I want you to get Jerusalem. Then I want you to march into the capital and seize it. Amen. I'm trying to help somebody. Touch somebody say, he's going somewhere. Then they said, to the ends of the earth, he said, I want you to then take it global." He said, because then you'll have a prototype that works. Because if it works in the surrounding city and it works in the capital city, then it'll work to the ends of the earth. Are you here? But well, watch this. There were some conditions that had to be in place first before God would add his super to the natural. Look at somebody say, there come some Conditions. Now watch this. God is getting ready. Hear my announcement to you to add his super to our natural church. Y'all missed what I just said. God is preparing to add his super to your natural life. 2009 is the year of the great harvest. And you better hear the words that are coming out of my mouth. This house shall be the talk of the city. And it shall be the talk of the city, not for nothing negative. It shall be the talk of the city because everybody's trying to figure out how in the world did they do that. That's why the Bible says, don't you despise the day of small beginnings because in due season you shall reap a harvest if you faint not. touch somebody say, I'm glad Bishop didn't faint. Oh, I feel like preaching. Hear me, what did not work last year and what seemed like would never happen, some of you are about to see come to pass in the year of the harvest. But look at somebody say, get things prepared. The amazing thing about us is we'll prepare for failure. But we rarely prepare for success. See, what if your business actually succeeds this year? What, what if your relationship actually succeeds this year? Amen. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. Touch somebody to say, what if it has been? What if it happens? Look at somebody I say, what if it happens? Please understand this. Acts chapter 1 had to happen in a chronological sequence before Acts chapter 2. I okay. need to get that. You say, Bishop, I know that. But watch this. They could not have received the Holy Spirit except chapter 1 happened first. So look, I'm going to help somebody now. I'm going to help somebody. Tell somebody, So he's going somewhere. So the question is, Bishop, what happened in Acts chapter 1 that got them ready to get super? I'm glad you asked me that question. God gave them Jesus, Yeshua, the Messiah, gave them instructions, and he said, go to the upper room. Look at somebody and say, go to the upper room. Please understand this, and I gave you this on Wednesday, and I've told about this before. Uh, The word there is cynical, C-E-N-A-C-L-E. It was on Mount Zion. Please understand, according to Jewish tradition from Acts 2 and 29, uh, Mount Zion is also where the tomb of David, the great king and patriarch, was. Are you here? So, please understand this. In other rooms, that word cynical, it meant this. It meant a room for small gatherings. You you, you missed what I just said. In other words, nobody knew about them yet. About 120 folk and nobody knew nothing about them because Jesus was gone. And so nobody knew where the apostles were, what the apostles were doing. Nobody knew that they were going to have a prayer meeting and wait on the super. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. Tell somebody to say the super's coming. Watch this. It was in Mount Zion. It was, watch this, the tomb of David. And I said this on Wednesday. In other words, the upper room was a place that was built upon the foundation of praise. David, who wrote much of what we the psalms, much of the songs we sing, David wrote them. In other words, please understand, David understood this. David made a lot of mistakes, but one thing David understood how to do is he understood how to repent and how to worship. And saying, you've been disqualifying yourself because you did this and you did that and you did that. And God is saying, the thing you think that disqualifies you is actually the thing I want to use about you. You think that you getting locked up was a bad thing. God says, that's actually what I want to use about you. You think getting divorced was a bad thing. God says, that's actually what I want to use about you. You can't be my witness in Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, unless you got something you saw. You can't be a witness if you ain't seen nothing. And that's why you have to go through storms. That's why you have to go through tribulation. How you going to be a witness of something you've never seen? How you going to tell somebody he's a healer and you ain't never gotten Y'all ain't saying nothing. How you going to tell somebody he's a God of restoration and you ain't never had nothing restored? That would mean your testimony would be invalid. Meaning, when you get on the stand to testify, you would be disqualified as a witness because you contaminated yourself. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. So what? You've been through a few breakups. That's what makes you qualified to tell somebody, "I didn't been with that can. Watch out for him. Been with that can. Watch out for that. No, her can already. That's a jersey. Let her go." Are y'all here? Please understand, it was a room for small gatherings. And right now, that is what we're having, a room for small gatherings. But I know in 2009, this little room, not going to be able to hold what God is getting ready to do. Because the super's coming. Tell somebody to say the super's coming. You don't think I know what this is? This ain't our final destination. This ain't the big harvest. This is the cynical, a room for small gatherings. But no, you better hear what I'm saying. It was only small for the beginning of the day. Y'all ain't saying nothing. It was only small that morning. But by that afternoon, 3,000 folk And Denver, you better hear what I'm saying to you. We're about to hem up a war, but we're coming for you next. <laughs> Y'all, sit down. I got to teach this thing. The four kinds of people that come to church. Please understand this. Out of the thousands of people that Jesus touched throughout his three-and-a-half-year ministry, it's interesting to me that out of the four kinds of people, multitude, sheep, servants, sons, only two kinds of people went into the upper room. And really, it wasn't two kinds. It was one kind. Only the sons went to the upper room. <clears throat> need y'all to help me. O- only the sons were able to go to the upper room. And the Bible says, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there with his family. You better hear what I'm saying to you. And the reason that even, and I'm talking to our house, and I know this will go around the world, but I need you to hear me. The reason that, after four moves in two and a half years, you still here? It's because you graduated from multitude. You understand only sons have an inheritance. You get to tell people about a year from now when it's about 3,000-some-odd folks. you get to tell them, baby, I was there when we were in the cynical. But let me tell you, Bishop preached on December 21st, 2008, that Super was coming, and look what happened. Just what he said was happening. I didn't come to take shots with nobody. I came to take over. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Please understand, Miss Bishop, why did not all of the 1,000, at least the 5,000 could have came, at least the 4,000 could have came? Why didn't all those people Jesus touched came? Because everybody can't be in the delivery room. You do understand when you're having a baby that they will not let everybody and their mama be up in the delivery room. They limit the amount of people that can come because they don't need the baby being contaminated. And that's what we've been birthing here at Final Harbor. And that's why the Lord had to run some folk off because he said they multitude folk. I got to get them out. Don't worry, they'll be back when the multitude come. They'll be back when the thousands come. But right now they can't be in the delivery room because they're going to shrink up the baby. And that's what's been happening to some of the folks in your life. God got them out of there because they can't be in your delivery room. Quit crying about them. Quit fussing about them. Let them go. My best friend don't talk to me no more. So what? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Second thing Jesus told them to do is he said, or what they did in the upper room rather, is they had prayer and supplication. Now please understand, as a Christian praying for another Christian, you make supplications, not intercessions. You only make intercessions for those who cannot go to God on their own. Are You hearing what I'm saying? Supplications, think of a supplication as a supplement. You're supplementing the prayers they're already giving. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And some of you, please understand, that's what's been going on in your life. You've been praying like you've never have before because there's been an urgency in your spirit. And God has been waking you up in the middle of the night and you can't even go to sleep and you don't even know why you're waking up and you start walking around your house pacing and start praying and start, and start. y'all ain't saying nothing because God says I'm positioning you for super. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You ain't crazy. That's been the Holy Ghost getting you up and saying, listen, get up. I need to talk to you. I need to get you ready. I need to get your spirit prepared for this thing. No man puts new line. Watch this. I'm about through. Watch this. Please understand. And please understand, some of you have been praying so much, you've been wondering when. been praying and praying and we sang the song you prayed and cried and cried and prayed and prayed and, prayed and cried and cried some more and fell out and cried yeah. saying God win 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 Lord, win got an announcement to you fresh off the presses from the Holy Ghost you ready for it you determine when happens You missed what I just said. I just told you that you waiting on God, and God is saying, I'm just waiting on you, baby, to get yourself in position. You waiting on me to do something, and God is saying, I know I already told you. I already made a promise. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, I told you where to be and how to be there. See, all you had to do was show up and be in the room doing what he told him to do. And that's what you need to understand has been happening in your life. You've been coming to church, or you've been praying, or you've been fasting, and there's some stuff that's not been changing. And God is saying, all I need you to do is get in the upper room and be doing what I told you to do, because when the day of Pentecost fully comes, you'll be in position, and I can give my super to your natural. That's why the Bible says, don't you grow weary in well-doing. Because in due season, you're going to reap a harvest. Touch the and say, don't you faint. Don't you faint. Don't you faint. Don't you faint. Y'all still here? I'm about through. Then Peter gets up. Now, this is finna, this, finna, this is the bomb. I'm going to drop the bomb. You ready for it? Peter, the apostle. Now, please understand. Uh, there was a correlation of apostles that were leading the apostles. James, who was the leader of the church there at Jerusalem. what's this, but please understand. Peter gets up. This is chapter one. Remember chapter one has to happen before. So already they were in a small room, having small gatherings, but they were praying yes, they were. and making supplications for one another. That's why I have you grab your neighbor's hand and make supplication for them and pray for them. Because baby, this is a cynical. You still here? Now, please understand this. Here, here, here's what happens. Judas had failed from his bishopric. Acts chapter 1, the Bible says Judas failed. The word there was bishopric. He fell from his oversight. Judas fell from being an apostle. You know why? Because he betrayed Jesus. And what's interesting is that he didn't even stay around long enough to possibly get forgiveness. He took his own life. I need to help you look at somebody say bishop about to help you. Judas was a traitor. Yeah. Many people over this last year have found out that some people that were in your inner circle they were in the inner 12. They were on your prayer call list. They were your best friend. They were. You ain't saying nothing. You found out that while they were smiling in your face, they were selling you out to the highest bidder. There's nothing like betrayal from inside your own house. Watch this. Stay with me. They were 12 that were apostles, that were separated by Christ to be apostles. And that won't make much difference except for the fact that now in Acts chapter 1, there's only 11 before Peter gets up. Now that's no big deal. Tell somebody to say no big deal. deal. Except for this fact. 11 is the biblical number for disorder, confusion, Uh judgment, Uh and Jezebel. Literally, the whore of Babylon. Amen. Amen. So if that's why you got to get Wednesday's tape, because remember, on Wednesday, they were building the Tower of Babel, which literally meant Babylon, in place of confusion. So Peter gets up and says, we got to find somebody to replace Judas. Because the Holy Ghost is not coming if there's only 11 of us. Right. Right. Because there's disorder. There's confusion, so there becomes judgment. And where there's confusion, every Jezebel and every Ahab can pop up. Amen. I don't have time to teach you no deeper there. You got to, you got to get the tape. There's a whole message in there about that. You got to get tape. It's in the devotional. So, Peter says we've got to get from eleven apostles back to twelve. Because God will not bless this disorder. And that's what God has been having some of you do in your life. God is saying, I'm not coming until you get this mess cleaned up. I wish somebody would say something in this church. And so that's why the Lord says, there's some stuff that I let go. There's some stuff I let happen. There's some stuff I let them take because I'm not gonna have disorder in your life. You hear me say this often why would God add his super to their natural mess? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, watch this. Watch this. They replaced Judas, they cast lots. And they decided between two, and the lots fell on a man named Matthias. You still here? I said, are you still here? Now, Matthias wouldn't mean much to you except for the fact if you found out what his name meant. The name Matthias, watch this, it is the Hebrew translation, a gift from God. You, you, You missed what I just said. You missed what I just said. They replace a traitor, and God says, you better let that traitor go and stop holding on to it. Because they're going to sell you out next time they get an opportunity, too. Uh-huh. Let somebody else show up with 30 pieces of silver. you gone. Uh-huh. And you telling folk your deep, dark secrets and all this. Case. Baby, you better learn how to confide in the Lord. You better learn how to tell Jesus your stuff, and it ain't like he don't know it. You just saying it so you can get it off your chest. I know sometimes you feel, I just got to get this off my chest. You better go in your prayer room, shut the door and get it off your chest. I learned a long time ago that I would tell too much to too many people, and what they were really trying to do is to befriend me to find out stuff about me so they could go sell me out. But look at somebody say, not again. (laughs) Oh, never again, Not, not again. I learned that lesson one many times so they replaced Judas the traitor with Matthias whose name means a gift from God so so in other words what God has been doing in many of your lives please understand this is that God said the moment you receive my gift the very next verse the day of Pentecost comes and suddenly starts All right. need y'all to stay with me I'm going slow because we get it watch this. watch this look at the neighbor say neighbor What's the gift from God? You, you ready for this? It's so simple. If you're too deep, you'll miss it. The person sitting next to you, well, What's the gift from God, your pastor? What's the gift from God? You're still here. Your life is God's gift to you. You missed what I just said. You missed what I just said. Judas, when he betrayed Jesus, what he was really trying to do is not just take down Jesus. He was trying to take down the 11. Because if he would have got rid of the 11, the others never would have followed them to the upper room, meaning they never would have had the Holy Ghost, meaning the church would have never preached the gospel, meaning that after a few years, nobody would have known about Jesus. Smite the shepherd. sheep shall scatter. I'm trying to help you understand what happened in your life. That thing that's happened over the last year, it wasn't just trying to take you out. It was trying to take out everything that concerned you. It was trying to get your mama, your cousin, your brother. It was trying to get everybody because there's some people that were depending on you. So, they replace him with a gift from God. And the problem with most folk in the body of Christ is they don't realize that every day you get is a gift from God. Every day you live, it's Matthias. It's a gift from God. And I know I made some mistakes yesterday, but baby, I got a brand new Matthias today. I got myself a brand new gift today. And so I'm not going to worry and cry and be frustrated. I got a gift from God. The fact that she should have walked out on you seven years ago and still with you, baby, that's a gift from God. Church should have cooked you out a long time ago. The fact we kept you, that's a gift from God. Don't make me leave the pulpit. y'all just shout, I promise I'm going to leave. All the times you've been late to work, they should have let you go a long time ago. But God gave you a mafias, gave you a gift. tell somebody, to say he gave you a gift. I got less than three minutes to preach this thing, so please understand this: God has called the people of Final Harvest to be peculiar people. We are kings and priests. We are a holy nation. Please understand: you don't come to this church; you are the church. You miss what I just said. Somebody asked you, what church you go to, baby? I, I don't go nowhere. I am fine. I, that, that's where I am. Let me prove it to you. All the ladies, make some noise. Okay, go to, go to a lady. See how that makes no sense? So how do you go to something that you are? everywhere I go, I'm walking with kingdom, I'm walking with church, so I, everywhere I go, I am that. What's your name? My name is good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Run. That's my name. I'm not trying to get that. I am that. I am the blessing. Tell somebody say, I am the blessing. That's what he's called us to be, final harvest. Please said, I'm about through. Now watch this. In verse six through seven, the multitude was confused. Then they were amazed. Then they followed. I'm I'm trying to help you understand. They were confused. Uh Then they were amazed. Then they followed. And I told you this on Wednesday that the multitude started to gather once the sound started. Where did the sound start? We're at in the upper room in the place for small gatherings. Are you here? Please understand this. The sound is what people hear by watching what you do. I'll say that again. The sound is what people hear by watching what you do. Your actions are speaking louder than your mouth is. You didn't hear what I just said. Anybody ever have somebody tell you that they love you, yet everything they do speaks contrary to that? If you love me so much, why can't you just get it together? I'm about through. Well, what's this? The sound. Somebody say, the sound. sound. Is what people hear by watching what you do. It is the sound that makes us contagious. I'm going to say that again. I'm through. It is the sound that makes us contagious. You you, you missed that. I said it is the sound that makes us contagious. No, no, no. You're missing it. It is the sound that makes you contagious. No, no. You're missing it. I said it's the sound that makes you contagious. In other words, I have no shame in the fact I'm a Bible-toting, note-taking, tithing, offering, first-fruiting, CD-listening, God-loving, people-loving, life-loving, church-t-shirt-wearing, ten minutes early to be on time, praying over my food, excited about my church. I got no shame in all of that. Because it's those things that make me contagious. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When people see you excited about your church, when people see you carrying your Bible with you, oh, use a Bible thumper. Show sure right. sure right. oh, you right. Show you right. Or you one of them believers. Show sure you right. Or oh, you go to disinforming church. Show sure you right. And you real radical. Show sure you right don't he say radical stuff from the pulpit show sure you right Don't he got all them men standing around him show sure you right they got to be built up somehow Don't he got them young men serving him show sure you right. Because before we can get the kingdom, we got to have nation, got to have tribes, got to have family, got to have a daddy. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I says, people see you taking notes in church. They're going to say, well, but how do me? When people see you excited to give. It's contagious. When they see you smiling, hallelujah. And inside you saying, ooh, good God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When people see you listening to your CDs, you ain't hear what I'm saying. You still listen to preaching. When you listen to that this morning, yep, you want a CD too? Tell somebody to say, I'm contagious. Because what did our text say? We get preferential, favorable treatment from everybody. But only when they see you following after the apostles' doctrine. Are y'all here? When they see that you God-loving and people-loving, you're a Christian, yet you don't judge them when they cuss. And they see you praying over your food, but everybody just start going in and you praying over your food. They may not even be saved. They're just going to stop and. (laughs) And when they see that you love your life. And even though that somebody brought in a garnishment and you start shouting. And somebody brought in some negative information and you start praising. They're going to try to figure out how in the world are they shouting like that. Cause I'm contagious, baby. Touch somebody, say contagious. I'm through. Give me 10 seconds. Watch this. When they see you wearing your t shirt, because here's what I found out about Denver a lot of folk go to church, but they hate their pastor. If you don't like me, please understand. Ain't nothing keeping you. Well, I don't really like you, you know. I, well, I may not like you either. I'm just playing, y'all. I love everybody. I'm just playing. I love everybody, and I like everybody. I genuinely do. I really do. You got to be real out there for me not to like you. I'm serious. I'm really serious. Somebody say I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth. My mercy endures, not forever. I ain't the Lord, but for a long time. Watch this. When they see you excited about what God's doing here, it becomes contagious. And we are a contagious people. That's why people at your job start talking like you and acting like you. And start smiling like you and start being nice like you because you're a contagious person. How can we seize Jerusalem? Or Except we be contagious people. Watch this. To be contagious, you must know what our name means. Because that's our identity. Please understand somebody asks you what church you go to, final heart, what that means. You know, it's God and you know, people and you know, just good things and it's real simple. It means what's that church all about? I seen him on TV. I saw him on such and such. I saw him on this. I saw him on that. I saw y'all down here. Dun, 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 dun. What that church about? Real simple, baby. Love God, love people, love life. Amen. And you can take that. Everybody standing on your feet this morning. Do you receive the word of the Lord?
1: Only at BJ's.